Welcome to Beautiful Imperfection. We are so happy you're here. In this podcast, we will discuss from week to week our identity in Christ. The beauty in our imperfection is Him. Let's get started. Welcome back, and I'm here with Lindsay again, and we're going to continue where we left off last week. Mm -hmm. So we were talking about um, how we shouldn't let public opinion phase us, Mm. but that we do that. And we, you know, we should try to allow God to identify for us who we are and not be so dependent on what others think, but he gave us our personalities and our abilities to fulfill his purposes. Mm -hmm. So that's why we have what we have. He gave us the gifts, the talents, all the things that we need. The freedom is in him though. And it's in pleasing him. And being who he created us to be. Mm -hmm. And so there is comfort and security in that. And your individuality is one of God's greatest gifts to you and to us. And there's only one way that um, you and and I spend our time comparing ourselves to other women. And that's never the way to freedom. Mm-hmm. Because as women, we look at each other so much and compare things and even young kids do it, but we still do it as adult women. Oh, yeah. And so I think it's important that we know um, because that just creates a lot of problems for us, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. it? It creates confusion, frustration, anxiety, insecurities. The list could go on and on. And these are warning signs for us um, that something can be wrong in the way that we're thinking. And we don't stop long enough to think about that. We have to to be self-aware. We have to check up. We have to look and see what's happening to cause this in our life. Why are we feeling the way that we feel? Feel F E E L. (laughs) This is not um, sin initially, but when we leave it unchecked, I think it can lead us down a road of losing our identity in Christ. Not losing Christ, but our identity in Him. And that's what Satan would love for us to do. So then we begin, uh, it leads us down a road of not getting help for whatever area we struggle in Mm -hmm. because we just keep going deeper and deeper, deeper. It's kind of like a spiraling thing. And so we need to keep our focus on what God has given us and who he has made us to be. Yeah. Yeah, And Pam, I love what we talked about in our last podcast was just what is, what is your mission? Um, Because a lot of us um, can go spiraling down day in, day out. Um, Things can get us either worried or unstable or things can happen. Um, Mm -hmm. They're going to happen. So what is our mission? Um, That could really um, can be a lot of things, but it's um, what are, what is a statement of truth from God? that God gives you. And it could be maybe different in different seasons of our lives. Like for right now, me, um, and and my place and where I feel like I am at this point, it's really discipleship, Mm -hmm. um, where, um, I lead, you know, women, um, every Sunday, but it's also, I'm a leader at, at my work. Um, Mm -hmm. and I put God first, um, in that mindset and what he's given me. And every time I feel down in the dumps or I feel like I'm just not, um, doing the right thing. Or I just feel like I'm just like, I keep on doing this, but Lord, I need encouragement. I keep on stating in my, in my mind, I'm like, Lord, you've called me for a mission here, Mm -hmm. um, here on this earth and it's discipleship. So whatever that might be from day in and day out, it might be different. We all, we all have those ups and downs, but I know that you're working this out and 
discipleship is my mission, but what is your mission listeners? So think about that. That is, um, you know, an example that, um, is, a something that is only between you and God. Um, right. and you can, um, respond differently, differently to different situations based upon that mission statement. If you keep on using that in the back of your mind, um, and you can focus and you can have this, it's this unexplainable peace mm-hmm. in, in all circumstances. Right. And that's where you're showing the joy that you have from God right. and that excitement. And they're, they don't know where that comes from, except for when you tell them your story. Exactly. So, right. And, and for me, I think um, my mission is tied in with discipleship, but my mission is to radiate Christ. My mm. mission is to mm-hmm. show people the hope that I have in him so that they too can come to Christ and then tie in all of that together. So I think that would be, I know that Jesus lives in my heart. I know that I'm going to heaven and I want as many people to experience that as possible while I'm here on earth Mm -hmm. and that we can work together. And like you're talking about in discipleship and in training others to do the same Mm -hmm. um, in order that we can collectively uh, present to God Um, back the gifts that he's given us and what we've done with those. And not that we have kept them silent, but that we have shown him to other people for his glory. Mm -hmm. And it is for our good. And we, we don't think about that so much, do we? We we think when we're going through things that can't be good, it's not good yet. We don't boast about our weaknesses, right? Like Paul says, he's like, I boast about my weaknesses because that's where God shows up. That's where the strength is. That's right. Exactly. And so we need to stop being so concerned about what everyone else thinks in our own spiritual movings or our growth. Mm -hmm. Although it is important. I'm not, so there needs to be a balance. I guess it's the people who are not thinking in the same way. They're not trying to grow in Christ, but those people who are just trying to tear us down is what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. I'm not talking about us joining together and in building each other up. And you should listen to God's words preached and spoken about, and you should read it for yourself and you should follow Christ. But those people who are trying to drag you down because they don't want to go there, that's the kind of people that we need to be aware of. Mm -hmm. So it's not just public opinion general, it's public opinion of anything that is trying to take you away Mm -hmm. from Mm -hmm. your mission for Christ and what he has given us. Yeah. So. Well, let's talk about Bible characters. All right. There's a list of them. Yes. But uh, there's so many. We talked about how many there were, but we're just going to talk about a few of them. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's very interesting. And where you can find these in the in the Bible, I'll try to give you, but Job's kind of... <laughs> Job is Job like is the a whole book. One, so you can right? find that. Yes. So perhaps um, there's no one in the Bible that has suffered more than Job, ex- except for Christ himself, That's obviously. Right. But sure. um, Job had everything by every measurement we use. So everything that we measure success by, he had a good family, he had good name, he had wealth. Um, Then tragedy struck when Satan was allowed to change the trajectory of his future. Um, He lost his children. He lost relationship with his wife and friends. He lost his health and his wealth. And Satan was sure that Job would curse God. But instead, Job praised God 
mm-hmm. all the more. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was just, I'm, you know, this is my mission. That's right. I'm praising God. And he said, though he slay me, yet will I serve him. That's one mm-hmm. of my favorite verses in the entire Bible. And I pray that that would be a testimony. You know, that though he slay me, yet will I serve him. So Job, being stripped of every earthly thing that was of great value to him, was on mission. He was on the mission to bring glory to God and to be an example of one who followed hard after God no matter what. So what can we learn from Job? (laughs) We can trust in God's wisdom even when we don't understand. And I think that's important to know. And we have a limited perspective of God. And God has the wide angle or the um, panoramic view, if you will. Yes. He sees it all. Yeah. And we have such a tunnel vision sometimes that we can't see when God's working. But we know in the wisdom of God and what his Bible and what the Bible says, what his word says to us as believers and as we focus on him, that he is always working. Yeah. Even when it doesn't look like it. Well, Job's a perfect example of just the, our prized possessions that are, are like our worldly perspective um, in general. And um, I mean, it could be the wealth that he has, um, but it could be as severe as um, as our children, you mm-hmm. know, and it's so painful. But um, he literally he he walked in and, and took took the challenge, basically. Right. With the he trust did. and the faith that he had. And um, what a representation of of what we should be like right how should, how should we respond and then god rewarded him yes. doesn't mean that it replaced all the hurt and the loss no. but because he trusted in god god rewarded him with even more of you know those things and so i think it's important for us to realize that no matter what's happening in our life god does have control of that and whether we like that or not mm. Mm-hmm. It comes back to the choices, doesn't it? Are yeah. we going to choose to follow? Are we going to choose to say, Lord, though you slay me, I feel like I'm, you know, I'm dying here. There's just so much going on in my life that just doesn't feel good, doesn't look good, doesn't radiate you. And so am I just going to stop there or am I going to choose to move with you? And so there's the difference. We either are moving away from him or moving with him. Mm-hmm. And then I think about Esther. Yes. And I love the women of the Bible. I know mm-hmm. you do too, but mm-hmm. and God never marginalized the women of the Bible. No. And he, Esther has a whole book about her too. And <laughs> <laughs> you can find it and read the story. But Esther wasn't um, lost in the desert or surrounded by enemies, but she still had her share of trouble because mm-hmm. most of the, you know, a lot of the stories are about wandering in the desert and all the enemies and, and uh, surrounding them. And, but we don't have to be in rough circumstances to endure rough times. Mm-hmm. So our circumstances were good. She was surrounded by comfort, but that's how it appeared to be with her. She was the queen. She lived in stable surroundings and was loved by the king. But one day a man named Haman came to her and told her that the king was sending out a decree to kill all the Jewish people. Uh, A decree was, of course, an order that must be carried out. There was nothing if, if it was ordered that you had to do it on the king's behalf, you would be killed if you didn't carry it out. So one of the interesting things about this story is that Esther was Jewish. 
and had been hiding her identity. Mm-hmm. Isn't that interesting? <laughs> we talk about stories and how sometimes we don't want to come forth with, you know, well, I maybe our friends are not following Christ and we don't want to tell them that we are because mm-hmm. we don't want to lose that fellowship or whatever. But she was hiding who she really was. Yeah. So her cousin came to her and asked her to approach the king and tell him that he could not kill all the Jewish people because so he needed Esther to tell him. And so Esther knew that um, if a woman went before the king without being invited, it was punishable by death. So she refused at first, but then realized that um, God had placed her in that position for such a time as that. Mm -hmm. And she said something similar. She said, if I perish, I perish but she's still going to do what God had asked her to do. So though she was fearful, she took action and saved the Jewish people because the king listened. And what can we learn from her story? Even though we're afraid, we can be courageous at times in trouble. But what is something that you can take from that, Lindsay, and say, we can look at her story and how does that, how do we draw strength from that? Yeah. Well, she's definitely one that um, I just think that is, She's bold and mm-hmm. she's not afraid to um, give her life um, to to and 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 suffering almost in a way. Um, but I I think about that in our our circumstances today and how are we being bold? Right. Um, so day in and day out, um, if you are approached by others and like you just stated for an example of um, being in a, a friendships and they don't know if you're a Christian or not. Mm-hmm. Um, being bold and allowing them to know who you are, um, it it get, it sheds light of what God's um, promises are. That He said that He will work in their lives as well. And so, mm-hmm. I think we all um, have misconceptions, um, especially with even the Esther thing that it, it explains. You know that it, it she was to die, um, but but God. Mm-hmm. And so, I think we all think that um, if we keep on praying for these these, um, folks that do not know and do not believe or were, were hated by those. And, um, but God, if you're, if you're bold, Mm -hmm. it's, it's taking that courageous step forward that announces his truths and his promises. And that's when he comes in and, and swoops in. in. It's almost (laughs) like, yes, he swoops in and you, and you're scared because you don't want that. You know, you don't know what's going to happen, but it's always the, it's always what you don't know Mm -hmm. is when he shows up. Right. If you step up out in obedience. And you know, it, it's interesting too, to think God could have used anyone Mm -hmm. he wanted to use, but he chose Esther. Yeah. She was a Jewish woman in where she should not have been. Yeah. And, but God placed her in that situation just to handle saving the Jewish nation. Yeah. Yeah. So that's pretty, that's pretty cool. When you think about God puts us in situations in order for us to work out things that he wants worked out. Mm -hmm. So let's say, let's say she refused to go to the king. She refused to do any of those things. Would, would this have been carried out? I don't know. There's, there's yeah. no way we can know. That's the theological question of, but the she day. would have never seen what but God. Had she did. wouldn't mm-hmm. that, exactly. And if this is what needed to happen, God could have moved in someone else who was willing to, but Esther 
would have missed out. Mm -hmm. And that's what happens with us. We think, oh, well, you know, I'm not, I know that God has a mission for me and I know what this is, my purpose is, but I'm not going to do it. Well, you lose out on what God has for you. Yeah. And you can't compete, complete the purposes on your own. Because like Lindsay said, it's, but God, but God takes care of the weaknesses, but God comes in and does the things that we can't do mm-hmm. on our own. And that's what faith in God is all about. Because yeah. if he tells us to do something, he makes, and we're willing to follow him. Mm-hmm. He creates the circumstances in the way and orchestrates those in the way that works out for his purposes. Does that mean we don't struggle through that? No. Does it mean we doesn't, we don't suffer? No, but it does mean that God has better things for us. And unless we take that next step and choose to follow him in those, then we miss out on all the rest of it. Mm -hmm. So, and then another one is Moses in Exodus. And, um, oh, there's so many examples of hard times for poor old Mo. Oh, yes. <laughs> he had a hard time, didn't he? Yeah. But God used him through all of them and blessed him. And let's look at just a few of them. He had um, mad insecurities and struggled mm. with God. He just was Don't so insecure. Yes. <laughs> and told him to, when God told him to deliver his people from, from Egypt, he ran into the wilderness. Yeah. <laughs> And I'm like, the wilderness would be a pretty bad place. So he must have really not been on in for this one. But um, I can only imagine how afraid mm. uh, he was to do that and how unworthy he felt. Mm. Um, because, you know, nobody wants to run into the wilderness. <laughs> what are you going to do there? But in every account in the Bible, um, everyone is trying to get out of the wilderness, if you think about it. true. Mm -hmm. So everybody's in the wilderness, but Moses was running into it. But (laughs) God appeared to him in a burning bush and called him to do exactly what he ran from. And God helped Moses to successfully lead his people out of Egypt. He crossed the Red Sea on dry land. Um, It was a high point in Moses' ministry. And everyone was praising God. And then a new problem arose and there was no water for the people to drink. So the praise quickly turned to murmuring against Moses. Do we ever do that? (laughs) We're going great. God's doing great things in our lives. And one thing happens that doesn't. And we're like, hmm. Mm -hmm. So but God helped Moses and God delivered him. And in Exodus 15, 25, it says, and the Lord showed him a piece of wood. He threw it in the water. The water became fit to drink. There are so many different situations that we can learn from Moses. And what can we take from this bit of his story is that God is capable of helping us in ways we can't imagine. And sometimes all we have to do is ask. Sometimes he hands it to us anyway. Mm-hmm. But this is a great place to stop. This, okay. And we're going to pick back up here next week. Thank you for joining us today. I hope you have gleaned something of value that will help you in your day-to-day lives and draw you closer to living fully in who God designed you to be. Until next time, you are beautiful in his sight. If you've been thinking and listening to us and wondering, how can this become a reality in my life? How, does, how can my identity be in Christ? 
and you've never received him, I'd like to give you the opportunity to do that right now by praying a sinner's prayer. It's a very simple prayer, and it goes like this. Lord, thank you so much for loving me. Thank you for going to the cross and dying for my sins. I open up my heart. I ask you to come in. Please forgive me for everything that I've done and help me to walk with you as I follow you in my life. In Jesus' name, amen. If you prayed that prayer, we would love to connect with you and help you as you start your life in Christ. Please visit thebestnews.org.